0: Welcome back to my podcast. I am actually recording tonight in a different location. I have my grandbaby who is like halfway sleep, halfway awake. So you might hear her a little bit. Um, excuse um, her uh, whimpers if you hear her. Um, and um, so you might hear certain little sounds going on around me because I'm not as isolated as I normally am. Um, so today, um, it's a little late that I'm getting this in, but I'm still going to push this into Wednesday, which was yesterday, 17 minutes ago, and it's mental health Wednesday support for those who support. And there's a few topics we're going to go over today. So today we want to talk about your environment, how your environment affects your mood, Um, We're going to talk about you and we're going to discuss um, something some of us might be going through grieving and learning how to let go of control of things that uh, you that will be better off for you if you did let go. So let's start off with clean home. A clean home Y'all have heard adages like cleanliness is next to godliness um, and all that kind of good stuff. And that's really true because when you live an uncluttered life, to me it's like your home is like your brain. Okay, and I also like to think about that like with your car. Your car is like an extension of you. Your car is like your brain. If your car is cluttered, then your Life is probably really busy. Your home might be cluttered, also. Um, But here, if your home is cluttered, it can actually, you want, like, there's energy that's everything is made of energy. Everything is made of energy. And what we want is even though our lives are supremely stressful, we want the energy around us to be nice and, you know, calm and soothing so that we don't react to everything that's going on. We can think, we have that clearance, we have that room around us because when the air is thick with chaos... And clutter equals chaos. Then we are not operating. We can't operate at our optimal best. Have you ever noticed that when you clean or when you walk into a clean home, it just feels so, I want to say liberating. It feels so peaceful, like sanctuary, soothing. It feels good. It's like the heavens open up. And you just like, it feels so great. But when you walk into a really cluttered room, you're like, what is going on here? Um, You just might have related so much to the clutter around you that you don't even notice that your mood is associated with that. The things going on in your life is associated with that because we carry that energy from our, not only from within us, but the, our surroundings, so if your life is chaotic, things are going the way that you want them to go, or the way they feel they should go, check your energy around you, in your home, your home is one of your most personal spaces, okay, check your energy in your home, and if you can, try and clean, Try and declutter, dust. Um, uh, there's all different. Everybody is different in how we express our creativity. So you express yours the way that you like to, but I find that living a minimalistic life, a life with with without a lot of excessive things that you don't even use like on youtube I, you, uh, there was this girl her name is marie Kondo, and i forget the name of her little show but she had this thing about she's a japanese uh, a professional organizer and she had this thing where she would um go to people's houses and teach them how to um Organize. How to let go of things, clutter, things that people didn't consider was clutter, and um, it elicited things they. She in a show was called Tidying Up with Marie Kondo, and some of the things that she suggested told them that they should let go of If you have it touched it read it used it in a certain amount of time then you need to let it go I mean it elicited such an emotional response because people can get so attached to things or like they're afraid to let things go because they're afraid that Those things are letting go are like a security net. And if something happens, it won't be there when they need it, but they've never needed it. But just in case, well, you know what? Let it go because you're going to be all right. And that includes clothes that don't quite fit well, clothes, missing zippers, buttons. If you don't know a semi seamstress or or are skilled enough to repair it, get rid of it. Books you haven't read in such a long time, books you've forgotten, where it's even in your library, um, in in areas that you need to declutter. Um, uh, What are other goods? Your clothes. I mentioned clothes, old clothes, clothes that were gifted, clothes that were handed down, clothes that you took when a loved one passed to hold on to them. Things that belong to a loved one, an ex, um, things that belong to an ex that you're still holding on to. Um, you might still have a sweater of theirs or whatever, um, and you don't wear it, but it's just hanging around or something like that. Get rid of stuff stuff like that. Dust. Dust yeah, uh, is like a sponge for, you know, mucked up energy, and so you want to clear that off, and you know, as you're doing this, it doesn't have to be work make it as enjoyable of a process, play some music that motivates you, or soothes you, and one of the things that definitely help a lot of people, is watching what's called a clean with me on YouTube and on TikTok, is clock is called a uh, clean talk where people go on there and they clean their home and you follow along with them as they clean their home now on tiktok it might last maybe you know 10 min- a few minutes But on YouTube, it can last several hours, uh, especially for like a deep clean. And they play some nice music, and you're watching them clean. And sometimes, not even cleaning your home, it's good to just sit down and relax and watch them clean their home. Because that is very therapeutic, where everybody's like, why is this so uh, potent? Why is this so effective? you just feel so good just sitting there watching somebody clean that you can escape and they're clean even when there's clutter all around you it's like an escape in a a a vacation for your mind for your energy and then also they have what is called an ASMR and uh, what that is is called an an autonomous sensory meridian response and there is a definition for this from think with google um i'm gonna read the definition but i'm gonna tell you what it is and it really doesn't follow with a definition so according according to think with google asmr autonomous sensory meridian meridian response was coined in 2010 and it is a relaxing, often sedative sensation that begins on the scalp and moves down the body, also known as brain massage. It's triggered but it's it's triggered by placid sights and sounds such as whispers, accents, and crackles. Reaction is not too different because especially on clean talk when they're Organizing, like they have one, and um, they have these where they like take containers and they organize something from a huge, like a store-bought juice container, and they put it in smaller containers. But with ASMR, it's like the sound is amplified, and so you hear everything, and that's soothing, even the liquid. As it goes into the jar, you hear that, and it's so soothing, it's so effective that it is addictive to people. They can't, people can't get enough of it. It is viral. It went viral very, very fast, and this works with people who people who even suffer from depression say that this soothes them, this helps them. In um, a lot of times in the clean talks, it's included in it. And the first time I noticed it was not in any of the cleaning videos, but it was on YouTube and it was my favorite husky called Gohan. G-O-H-A-N. And um, his owner will have him trying out different raw foods, like meats and stuff, because he raw feeds them. And as Gohan eats the meat, he has a microphone next to him. And every slurp, every bite, every gulp, every swish in the mouth, you can hear it amplified through the microphone. And I'm telling you, I absolutely loved it. I love it so much. And so um, when I started with the Clean With Me's, they're mainly, Clean With Me's on YouTube are mainly soothing music as you're watching people you know, go through the hard messes in their house. They really go through it. They go through the clutter. They go through the dirt and you get to watch and see how they wash all the dirt away and the surfaces are beautiful clean and they just do that all through their house. It doesn't sound like something that would be soothing but I'm telling you it is. And um, But on Clean Talk, I noticed that there are a lot of ASMRs there, and I I love it. I love it. When you're opening a jar, you just hear the metal swishing around, the uh, turning around the uh, the ridges on the glass uh, uh, on, on the neck opening, and it just as it swivels around, you hear it, and it's amplified, and it's just it's like what the definition said, a brain massage. So especially when if you're having a particularly rough day, if you've got into your quiet room, your room to get away from whatever is going on around you, that's something good to help you get your mind off of whatever it is. Put your mind on vacation. Um, So and in this, at the same time, you're also improving your mood, your life. Because as your mood improves, things around you improve. Because as your energy becomes more positive, you give that out. And th- things around you will become more positive to your mindset. You can think of things in a different and positive way uh, than you were before. And so that is a benefit for everybody. Okay, so let's see. And let's go on to talking about supporters who suffer from mental health illnesses themselves. You know, not you can have, like, and I've, you've heard of, terms like trauma bonding and stuff like that, that can create a very tense situation where two people who suffer from a mental illness uh, are trying to support each other and it always it ends up in a struggle, like a tug of war because a mental illness cannot support a mental illness because they're both in the same predicament so um counseling is very important here for both uh counseling together and separately um and you just have to be aware you just have to be aware and um you want to get counseling. to you supporting someone with a mental illness because you want to make sure that you're all right. Because if you're not all right, if you are not taking care of yourself, if you're not all right, you can't help the person you're supporting. Because supporters can have depression, PTSD, and all kinds of other things as well. OCD, all kinds of other things as well. Okay? And they just can't keep giving and giving and giving and ignoring their mental health because pretty soon they're going to be in need too, because they didn't receive the support that the, they that they gave to other people. Okay, so take care of yourself. Okay, and um, letting go. Sometimes you have to let go. You know, you've heard of letting go of somebody so somebody can reach rock bottom. Uh, sometimes those people that the people our loved ones that we support. Or going through like really bad drug um, addictions, sometimes you have to let go. You have to let go. You have to f- let them f- climb their own way up. And yes, things may happen. Things may go the opposite direction of what you want them to go. And that will lead us into talking about grieving the loss of a loved one. So, if you have someone who's suffering from mental illness and drug addiction, and that does, or alcoholism, which is basically the same thing, that does go hand in hand because um, when you find somebody who is a very heavy, heavy chain smoker, um, a drug addict, an alcoholic, they're often covering up not just pain, but a mental illness. Okay, oftentimes they're covering up a mental illness. And a lot of times that mental illness is deriving from pain. Okay, and then you have a whole, well, there's another pain meaning trauma. Not pain as in back pain for somebody who's like addicted to pain medication. Um, But I'm talking about trauma. That is going to happen. You cannot control what is, what is to be. What you can do is help your loved one and try to keep them out of harm's way. But if it's dragging you down so far that you're afraid for yourself, that it's past time for you to let go. You're not letting them go, but you're just letting go of control of the situation. Give them to the doctor, give them to the psych ward. If they go to prison, give them to prison. Just let go. Uh, you have to take care of you, okay? A lot of times they can be extremely manipulative and you can put your foot down and before you know it, they done got you wrapped around their finger again, but you just keep trying, keep trying, keep on the same path that you've been going to, but just stick to it. Do not lose sight of the goal. Okay. The goal is you, you taking care of yourself. And then you take, then you watching out for your loved one. And then you watching out for your loved one includes you not being manipulated into their schemes. And once you put your foot down, once they see that you have boundaries, uh, they may react. How they react can either be very offended and aggressive, Or it could be a wake-up call. You don't know until you do it. And you do it firmly and you stick to it no matter what. No matter what excuse or drama they come to you with. You stick to your guns. You stick to your boundaries. And you don't move. They will have to honor and respect your boundaries so therefore they're not bringing drama and chaos to you anymore because they know you're not having it and when grieving the loss of a loved one you know it's easy to feel guilty or stressed out that maybe you didn't do this maybe you didn't do that maybe you're supposed to do this maybe you weren't supposed to do that how did this happen guilt, pain, uh, blame, shame, and all of those are normal for even if you're not, not a supporter of someone with mental illness. It could be the same for losing someone who just died of natural causes of old age or someone who died of an illness like cancer or heart disease, anything like that. But you cannot guilt yourself over losing someone. Who even though they had a mental illness. It was their choice. Okay. It was their choice. You can hold on to someone only so much. But loving them also means honoring them too. It. Yes, that does bring us into the whole suicidal thing because that often presents, suicidal ideations often present with mental illness. And so you try to talk to your loved one, not in an accusatory manner. Don't use the word I or you or anything like that. The best thing you can do is just listen. Just listen and let them talk. And then uh, you can even call a suicide hotline. There's so many out there that you can call. And they can even be on the line with you to talk to to your loved one. Those things you can do. But you have to keep the keys in their hand. Because they have to maintain control over the decisions in their life. Including their life. Because if you keep, if you take the keys away because you're holding on too tight, then one, you're going to suffer if something happens, if they die. And two, they can manipulate you so much that they can use suicide, threats of suicide, as a way of controlling you. So keep them with the keys, and what I mean, keep them with the keys, I mean letting go, making sure that the decisions that they make are all theirs. The decision to not commit suicide is theirs. You're just there as support, listening. And uh, not giving solutions, not giving advice, just listen. Because sometimes the advice that we give can seem accusatory, especially if your loved one is suffering from delusion, disassociation, things like that. They may take what you're saying in a totally different way. So just listen without speaking or anything. And if you need help, then contact the suicide hotline, and they will help you. They can even be on the line with you as you're talking to them or as the person is talking. Um, And they can also help you with medical assistance if need be. If uh, a mental health police officer with a counselor with them needs to come by, pay a visit, you, you know, and... Uh, de-escalate or, or 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 help your loved one to see things to understand because disassociation and delusions or or maybe something you're not um familiar with enough to be able to be an effective support partner for your loved one um that if you have them yourself then you're Those lines are definitely skewed there. So you would need the assistance of someone who can keep the whole conversation and situation stable. Stabilize it and de-escalate for probably both of you. Um, Your surrounding is you. So now we're back to cleanliness. So what you see is who you are. So... If you don't mind being defined by clutter and chaos, then by all means, sometimes it can be soothing to someone who needs that chaos in their life to stabilize them. Sometimes people need to work a job that is extremely chaotic in order to be stable. Because it's like the chaotic outside matches the inside, and it just for some reason gives them a balance that they feel secure with. And um, that is actually, I did very good. I try to keep this. Um, under 30 minutes and I'm at 26 minutes and 38 seconds so I'm doing really, really good. Okay, so you all know you can leave me a message and um, every Wednesday I'll be coming with you with a Let's Talk Mental Health support for supporters and if you have a topic you want me to speak on, go ahead and suggest and um, I will be speaking with you, or you people can listen in to me every Wednesday, um, and um, I want you all to know that you are loved, and that even when you feel like you're not, you are, okay? Somebody out there loves you very much. you heard of six degrees of separation. There's only six degrees of separation, so people that love you are not. Few and far between. Okay? And so um, embrace yourself, love yourself, find your self worth, clean your life, whatever that means to you. Clean your home, clean your office, clean energy around you, listen to ASMR, clean with me's. Uh, clean talk, something for the mind. Because the mind is extremely powerful. So you can massage your brain. Your brain controls so much that in that relaxation, soothing response is what you need to calm you down. And maybe what you need if you need to help in de-escalating a situation, especially before it gets started when you can still talk to your loved one try that and see if that works um and let me know uh I'm looking forward to hearing from you all and until next Wednesday adios bye